Hello and welcome. Oh my god, you messed me up! No! <laughs> Hello and welcome to my Xbox and Me episode 121. I am one of your hosts, MC Fixer, alongside the man behind our reviews, Garrett. How are you, sir? Snow. There's snow. There's lots of snow. It's everywhere. So if you've noticed, my hood is up and I have just whacked my heating on. I am freezing. Freezing, 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 freezing. 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 How are you? Freezing. Are you? I, so okay. I, I'm sure if you've listened to this show long enough, you've heard me say this before. But maybe you're new. I hate the fucking snow. No. I hate it with a passion. Really? Yes. I don't think I've ever heard you say that in yes. all the time I've known you. I fucking hate the snow more than anything else on earth. Why, you ask? You ask why? Because it's cold. Because it turns to ice. Because people throw snowballs at me. I don't like it. Just random people or people you don't? You just get, like, pelted with snowballs, like... I used to live on an estate uh, before um... I moved to where I moved now. So it did used to be just everyone would come out of their houses on the estate and throw snowballs at each other. So, yeah, there would be a ton of adults when I was a child just, like, dumping kids in snow. Wasn't fun. And I think it <laughs> scarred me for life since then. <laughs> I'm just having these really weird images of you just having like PTSD flashbacks to like just Ooh. running through the thing like oh there's just snowballs coming at you from all directions and it's like fucking uh, saving Private Ryan or something it's not good <laughs> but with it's snow good. Um, I want to start off this week by saying thank you to everybody who took part in the My Xbox and Me game night last Friday it was a lot of fun uh, we had myself streaming live on twitch.tv slash mcfixer as we are right now and we had Gary streaming on the Words About Games Twitch channel um, Gary, let's talk about that for a little bit before we get into the normal rigor Party team <laughs> So <laughs> we had two teams going we had enough people for two teams which was awesome I want to just give a quick shout out uh, just make sure I don't forget anyone a shout out to Teclas uh, who was playing with us uh, shout out to Matthew uh, Smith who was playing with us? Um, who else am I missing? Foxes Obviously, was there. Foxes, Moody was there. Moody, Haley. You. Haley played as well. Do you know what? That was probably the best part of it for me personally. As much as I had a ton of fun, it was awesome to have Haley play in and Haley knowing what she was doing more than some of the people, other people playing with us because she's watched you definitely. Um, but she's watched so much of me playing. She plays a little bit herself now. But like, I remember there was one point where Tech was getting chased by someone with a pan or something <laughs> and he was shouting, Haley, Haley, come and help me. And Haley was like, why are you screaming for me? <laughs> but yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. Um, I've, we got a few emails about it, so we'll get into those a little awesome. bit later. Um, but yeah, just want to say thank you to everyone who did participate. Um, apart from that, let's get into normal rig and roll. This uh, week's My Xbox and Me is brought to you by Mike Lynch and Words About Games. You will hear about them a little bit later. Remember, if you want this show early, not live, but early audio, early video, you head over to patreon.com slash mcfixer. You keep the lights on. You make sure I don't have to go outside in the snow. And I appreciate you for it. I so appreciate you for it. Uh, remember, you can get this show... Audio early, patreon.com slash mcfixer. Audio is $3, video is 4 Or you can watch it live like some people are right now. I see Snuggles in the chat and Boss Gold um, live on twitch.tv slash mcfixer when you see it go up. I don't do a great job of promoting when we're going to go live or nothing like that. I just sort of put it up. Today I'm just cold and didn't want to do anything, so that's my excuse. We will get better at it. Maybe I'll get Gary's schedule early. We'll figure out scheduling on maybe on Monday and announce it when we're going to be live. We'll figure it out. Whatever. Um, Gary, let's talk about what's in your box. What have you been playing to this week, sir? Metal Gear Survive. Oh, God. Oh, you, you don't want to start on a down note, but yeah, sometimes you have to. Yeah, I've been playing Metal Gear Survive. I'm like a third of the way through actually like scripting the review now, so So how many hours is that? Lots. Too many. Fix. Too many hours. Too many. Too many. <laughs> no one should um, have to play this game as long as I have. So I, I was watching you play when you started very early on, like it was very at the start, and you said that it was still bad then, but that it had some redeeming qualities about it. Uh, where are you at now with it, with your faults? Um, it's a very strange, very strangely put together game. So it's 
despite what like the beta and the pre-release like marketing like kind of were telling you, it's mostly a single player game. Um, as oh. opposed to being focused on the co-op mode, which is what I just assumed it would be. Um, yeah. Oh. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. So, it's like an adventure exploration game, but it's also a survival game. Um, so you've got your base, and you're in this weird pl- alternative dimension called Dite. Um <clears throat> And essentially, you just... The story is, you have to go there so you can find out what happened to the people who went there before you. But then okay. it qu- quickly, that's not the story anymore. And then the story is you're just looking for survivors and you're trying to get the energy you need to go home. Um, and it's it's not very good, uh, particularly. Uh, most of it's told through those static cutscenes, as opposed so to... That, sorry, so it doesn't take place in the Metal Gear Solid world? It's definitely a continuation um, of oh, Metal five. Gear 5. Yeah, the Ground Zeroes. I didn't actually play that one. Yeah, I played Ground Zeroes, yeah. Um, but the thing that happens at the end, and then there's like... it's Because there's an attack on the oil rig. Um, and yeah. then as the after the attack, when they're all trying to escape, that's when the wormhole comes and opens up and swallows up the base. Uh, You're not actually sucked through the wormhole, <laughs> which I found very strange. Um, you just get sent there later on by somebody else. Um, okay, okay. It's as nuts as any story in Metal Gear, but the difference is that in like Metal Gear 5, the story was nuts, but it was kind of cool, whereas in Survive, it's nuts and it's just not very good. Well, that's a shame. Um, the, the main problem with playing the game in the single player is, so essentially you just, the whole thing is just revolves around you finding crafting materials and so you can then find finding recipes for stuff so you can then craft more stuff so then you can go further out or you can explore new areas um the crafting is 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 bad finding all the the ingredients all the items in the world you literally have to manually press x on everything so eventually the gameplay just kind of boils down to going like building the building just Mm. pressing x as many times as you can because there's stuff everywhere um, if you're harvesting energy, which you need for everything, like leveling up and crafting stuff, the main place you get it from is killing the zombie creatures, like the yeah. wanderers, they're called. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You have to get that manually. So if you're fighting, like, say, 10 of them, uh, say you kill 10 of them and they're all in a pile, you've got to go down and you've got to hold X down and you start getting the energy from one and it takes fucking ages. And then when you've done that, you do the next one and then you do the next one and then you spend like five minutes just watching him just cut into a zombie thing with a thing sticking out of its head it's, it it sucks fix it really does yeah, you've, you've done nothing for me you've done nothing no to sell me on it. I, i'm god, not trying to sell god, you them on, on it on, this is this is why you're here <laughs> on top of all of that you've got your hunger meter and you've got your thirst meter and if you're going into these specific places there's like these big clouds of like they're almost like dust clouds um, and when you go in there, you've got your oxygen meter. So you've got all these different meters to worry about. They drain so fucking quickly. Like, in a day, you'll probably have to eat, like, ten times. And drink, like, ten, ten times. times. Yeah, yeah. And you can't just, like, gather food. You've got to cook it. You can't just get the water from the pond. You've got to purify it. If you don't, you'll be sick. You'll start, like, throwing up and all sorts of stuff. Um, the The... The water's not too bad because you can just purify it back at your home base. The oxygen's not bad because for some reason I mean, you're running out of oxygen, but if you just go on the menu, you can convert energy into oxygen, so you're never going to run out. So I don't know why that's a thing. Okay. But the food is a nightmare because basically you have to keep stopping what you're doing to find animals in the world to hunt them so that you can kill them, get the meat, take them back to the base, and then cook them. Yeah, no. I haven't even told you how bad the combat is yet. Like, get to it. Let's go. Let's, you're talking about it. The combat just looks like you put a stick for a fence. Yeah, that's the best way to actually play the game. Like, stealth is non-existent. Uh, pretty in much a metal in a metal game. gear game, you can definitely try it. But as soon as you stealth kill one zombie, all the other ones are going to notice because the stuff's based on sound as well as sight. So you can't sneak really sneak past them very well. If you crouch walk, you use stamina. <laughs> so you've got to be Wait, careful what? when you're crouching and walking because you use stamina. If you crawl, you use stamina. If if you run, you use stamina. The only stamina. Th- you, you the thing is, you can sprint and use stamina if you're getting chased by a bunch of zombies. But you you can outrun them at your normal like 
pace. You can, you, they, no they can't catch up with that. you. <laughs> but the uh, yeah, the combat basically revolves around setting up fences and poking things with a stick. You can't use any other way. You can use the bow and arrow as well, or you can shoot them with guns, but ammo is quite scarce. If you use any other melee weapons, like the bat or the knife, you can't hit them through the fence. So don't use those weapons. Oh, and the AI is really, really, really bad. Like, they're running a straight line. Like, you've got a base, you build a base up, and at certain points your base will get attacked. And yeah. the first time this happened, I didn't set up any defences because I wasn't prepared for it. But there was yeah. already this stuff, like, lying around, like barricades and stuff that were in the way. So if there's some zombies and they're running towards your base, and there's a tiny little wooden barricade in front of them, but then nothing on either side, they won't try and run around it, they'll run into the barricade and start attacking it. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay so that was well, the scene that's, yeah. that's a hot uh, multiplayer which <laughs> I guess there's some redeeming factors on um, the multiplayer can be quite fun if you're playing it with people it's like we were talking about when I was talking about the beta you know you're playing it with your friends it can be quite fun you can't yeah. play it straight away um, you unlock it quite early on in the campaign but the first mission that you can attempt because it's essentially horde mode the yeah. the first mission that you can attempt is level 20 so you can go in there and and play it but all the enemies are level 20 and when i went in there not knowing this i was like level two and it didn't end oh, well but even grinding through that with other people um the rewards i was getting was still better than like if i'd spent that same amount of time looking for crafting materials in the in the single player so it's still worth it, but it, it's still a grind. Like, and you're not going to get very far. It, it's weird, man. I'm hearing not fun, not good combat, not enjoyable, and grind. Yeah, all in the same game. No, I'm good. Yeah, I figured you might hot, say that. This is a hot, and I own all of the Metal Gear Solid, Metal Gear games except for the Game Boy one. Big fun. Um, oh, fan. This is so okay. I own them all. I haven't played them all. So I played one, two, three. I remember playing four on the PS3, the beginning part, and being like at my dad's shop one time. And he got just got it in, and someone bought it, bought it, and then brought it back. And so he had it. It was already open, so I could play it. So I played it. And being like, mm, this doesn't seem for me. But I was a lot younger and didn't really get the whole... Cause it was the mech at the beginning. If you remember the beginning of 4, um, it was like giant mechs. And I was like, this isn't Metal Gear to me. Not at the start, anyway. Yep. So, yeah. But I should really go back and play it again. Um, is there anything positive? Um, I mean, it plays quite well. But the, the core gameplay, because it's the Fox engine, and it's Fox. basically Metal Gear 5, but... yeah. Like taken and made into this new thing, yeah. Like okay. if you get far enough into the game, and it can be quite enjoyable. But the reason it's quite enjoyable is because you've progressed so far. You don't have to worry about hunger and thirst and thirst oxygen and, and all, stuff. All of the yeah, basically, you're getting far enough in to to ignore a lot of the gameplay features. So yeah, yeah. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right, I'll, I played. Uh, I've gone back and played a bit more uh, Assassin's Creed Origins. Oh, um, grinding out and trying to get to level forty because I actually stopped at level thirty-seven. Oh, damn! So that's become that's become my podcast game. Um, yeah, where I just sort of go through and do side stuff and do little side quests and other things like that. Um, Apart from that, not very really much more to add on Assassin's Creed Origins. If you've heard me speak about the game, you know how much I love it. Um, and if you haven't played it, it's definitely worth playing. But, you know, that's down to you. Uh, I also started this morning, uh, before I had to take a phone call, I uh, started uh, Fable Anniversaries. I saw, yeah, yeah. Like, you enjoying it? Yeah. I, um, from what I played, it, I literally, I'm in the beginning hour. It's just letting me off to go and explore the world. Um, but unfortunately, I had to take a stupid, important phone call about my stupid health. So Stupid crap. health calls. I know, man, I know, I know. Really annoying. Important business, uh, playing Fable. Yeah, well, I was working, so I was like, mm. oh, do I want this phone call? They just kept ringing. I was like, what? And I answered. I was like, oh, I need this phone call. So I better take it. Uh, other than that, more Rainbow Six Siege. I actually think that I'm a 
officially kind of maybe possibly i'm probably lying to you all right now but i'm burnt out on it which i don't think that's true i think what it is is i don't like playing that game on my own mm-hmm. anymore so if i'm not part of a squad whether that be casuals or ranked i just don't want to play it so i played i did like five hours of playing uh, steam world dig 2 on the switch yesterday and then i switched over to rainbow afterwards and i was like oh i'm gonna play rainbow and then like i sort of like Mm, no i'm not feeling this but i reckon as soon as i've got people to play with again it will all come shooting back who could um, play who could a... you play with fix who, who could you play with uh moody and foxes and uh woodpecker and eldozo and techless and crash mr mentalize risk taker large list <laughs> stew um danoni Am I missing anyone? I don't know. I don't know. Are you missing anyone, Fix? Can't think of anyone you might be missing. No, don't know what you're talking about. All right, cool. Um, and Gary, of course. <laughs> uh, which is awesome. Uh, more PUBG. <laughs> Apart from that, no, I think that's all of me. Anything else you played? Anything? No, any more not Kingdom really. Come? Uh, I, I tried. I played about another hour of Kingdom Come. I gave up. I've... I've, I've I've done an impressions video. I just need to upload it. It's I'm done. Like all respect to the guys who made the game because obviously I yeah. respect the hell out of the ambition of making like a triple A game as an indie team, but it's it's just not for me. Like yeah, look, hey, that's what happens. Yeah, that's no. what happens. If it's if it's not for you, it's not for you. There's no reason for you to feel bad about it. it just means you're a really bad reviewer. Yeah, but that's I'm okay. a terrible reviewer. I just I, I, I I'm so ashamed of myself. That is okay. Um, I don't think I'm missing anything. I don't yeah, think so. I've been watching a lot of people play PUBG. I'm starting to get more into watching it than I am playing it. Like apart from, is that to learn? No, no, just just out of entertainment value. Like, I, like I watch you. I watch. I've been watching Doctor Disrespect lately since he came back on Twitch. Yeah, like, yeah, he just he pulled me in, and he's, he's quite entertaining. Like <laughs> he's he's super entertaining. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes sometimes I have to take a break from him, but he is super entertaining yeah, and also really good at the game. So which helps, which, which definitely which helps. helps. Yeah, um, I'm sort of a little bit disappointed in myself that I couldn't pull us all to a chicken dinner. But I've realised that I need at least one other competent player to get a win, and I didn't have that on the uh, party team. With party team. <laughs> the part. So for those who don't have a clue what the party team is, we had two different squads, and I was like, me and Gary captains, we're picking out players, and then <laughs> for some reason he had like, like one of the most competent players as a captain, and then one of the worst players as a captain. <laughs> Yeah, and then we just decided that Gary's team was the party team because they were having way more fun than us, but we were doing way better. Oh, we had fun, yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm not even... Oh. Uh, let's get into the topic of the show this week, Gary. Okay. Uh, and I know it's one that's going to spice up your life. I know you've definitely got a hot take on this one. Oh, hot um, takes coming out of everything. Of course, of course. I'd, I'd expect nothing less. Uh, the EOS, the ESRB will add in-game purchases uh, labels to games following loot box controversy. The Entertainment Software Rating Board has announced that it will be assigning labels to physical games with microtransactions. Customers will be warned about the elements such as season passes, virtual currency, and loot boxes by the new in-game purchases quote sticker. The label will also be... Uh, present uh, whenever the, uh, those games can be downloaded in the near future esrb goal uh, goal is to provide parents with comprehensive tools to make the decision on what games are appropriate for their children quote parents will know when a game content contains offers for players to purchase additional content esrb president patrick van vance patricia van said Sorry, Patricia Patrick. Uh, Patricia Vance said in a statement, quote, We're expanding our efforts to educate parents about their controls currently at their disposal to manage the in-game spending before their kids press start. What's the hot take here, Gary? What do you make of this? Does anyone read those labels? <laughs> do you? Yes. Do yes. you do? I'm, actually, oh. I'm all for it. I'm cool. all for I'm it. All for it. I, I, Don't I, get me wrong. It's just people have to actually look at those labels and understand what they mean as well i just think being more transparent as a um industry 
as a whole is a good thing 100 um, i i agree with you do will people look at them no but then they don't have a right then they now do not have the right to bitch about them in a certain way meaning that the game it shouldn't be in the game i agree that they can still be uh misused yeah. i agree that they can still be but the, there's no longer the argument of but i didn't know yeah which is half of the argument with parents of like, well, I didn't know my kid could take my credit card and spend this on FIFA points. Yeah. Well, if you had read the labels that are on your kids' kids' video games, this is FIFA, any game like that. Um, let's even take away the eighteen games, but like you now know that there is there'll be a sticker that says, "Look, I'm sure it's going to be very." worded in a certain way and not really crappy a crappy sticker but a sticker nonetheless that says look there is more in-game purchases in this game end of story i don't think this is a bad thing anyway oh god no it's not a bad thing at all it's a good step um in the right direction i think there needs to be some education that goes along with it because obviously a lot of parents aren't like us and know about Ah, this stuff oh yeah 100 percent. or even just like casual gamers probably know about this stuff by now um with the amount it appears on like normal news channels and stuff um yeah well when it pops up on bbc and yeah. anywhere else you know what i mean it's, it's all over the place at the moment yeah my friend's mom was watching bbc news once when i was around there and it was literally on bbc not even the website it was literally on the yeah. news channel it was like about star wars battlefront i was like yeah. holy shit no, well, well it's hit the mainstream now hasn't it 100%. it's so it's so mainstream and video games are so mainstream they have been for a long long time um that you just sort of. I just. I, I. I like the fact they're doing this. I do think it's probably a little bit too late. Um, but I suppose it's not to educate people as well. Yeah. No. I mean, it was always going to be the case that <clears throat> they weren't going to act until something blew up. Like, and it was yeah. Star Wars. Star Wars blew up. Star Wars. Yep. Exactly. If Star Wars is the one game that can go. Wait a minute. <laughs> we care about this thing. Yeah. No. <laughs> this isn't like some game that only like hardcore gamers are playing and maybe a few casuals are playing this is like star wars fans who don't play video games are gonna buy star yeah. wars battlefront and oh shit the whole thing's based around loot boxes <laughs> like oh fuck yeah i yeah. definitely think this is um <laughs> this is a good thing but i wonder how many um how many games are gonna get away with it not like not having a sticker yeah where like a game like sea of thieves where they've already come out, and not to pick on Sea of Thieves here, but they've come out saying that there will be microtransactions in three months' time. Mm-hmm. So do they get a sticker slapped on there? That, that is an interesting because one. that's in three months' time. In three months, be microtransactions. yeah. In three months, like, the will, stickers, but... The sticker's not going to get slapped on in three months. What about a game like Payday 2, where it had no microtransactions, and then, update, it did. Mm-hmm. That's so an interesting I'll, I'll be, I'll be quite... Interesting, interesting, interesting. Interesting. So, um, interesting, interesting, interesting uh, to see uh, how that all plays out. Obviously, they're not going to go back to old games and slap stickers on, but the newer games, like I say, like CFEs and yeah. other, any other Microsoft game, I would have said probably going forward will need a sticker. I would have thought. Oh, 100%. Any EA game, any, you know, it's going to. Uh, not, any, any, not Burnout Paradise. Not though. Burnout Paradise. Woo. Did you see that? Did I did see, see that. Oh, I've not even done the story. I... Uh, so for those who, for those who didn't <sighs> know, obviously Burnout Paradise is getting remastered. Um, we'll add this in as like an extra news story here. Um, and there was, it went up as a post saying there'll be microtransactions in Burnout Paradise, which was missed uh, misinformation. And someone come out on Twitter like. Put your pitchforks down. Yes. There is no microtransactions. And I'm like, sure it's pretty funny. Wow, that's how defensive you, you have to get straight off the bat these to, days. They like, have to now, though. <laughs> just, yeah, there's, I mean, there's no choice. It was, an, no choice it was an honest mistake. It was on the store list, and it wasn't supposed to be on the store list. And then, but it was an honest mistake with an EA game. Yeah, no. Like, you, you don't give them you the benefit. You can't mistakes. give them the benefit of the you doubt can't. right now. So Nope, you cannot. I don't think anyone's wrong for um, thinking the worst in that case. Not at all. At all. Not after Battlefront. This here from my boy Mike Lynch real quick. Uh, and he says, yo, 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 what is going on, guys? Mike Lynch here. I want to tell you all about my Twitch channel. Twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch. I am currently streaming games like uh, Rainbow Six Siege, which we know you all love. So why not head over to Twitch.tv slash Mike Lynch and hit that follow button. Thank you, Mike, once again for supporting this very show. And I love you so much. Gary, should we get into the news this week? Uh, why not? Sure. Let's get into number one, which is 
all about Xbox Game Pass. Uh, Xbox Game Pass in the month of March is getting some new games. If you didn't see Major Nelson's Twitter account, uh, then you may not have seen the little teaser uh, image he put up with uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider being at the top with a few other games below. Um, the tease was obviously for the games that we have now been announced, which is awesome. Uh, obviously, the top game there, like we just said, was Rise of the Tomb Raider. Coming into Game Pass, this is a big one to me, Gary. Fair enough. Do you not think so? It's it's not that I don't think so. It's just I'm never really going to use Game Pass for anything other than new games. Um, ah, interesting. Probably. Why? Because I've played them. <laughs> Like, um, you know, we talked about it last week. Always go forward. That's just me. That's me personally. But I think yeah. Rise of the Tomb Raider going in, it's cool. I mean, it sold like six copies when it came out on Xbox One. So, <laughs> you know, more people can get a chance to play it um, for eight pound. Um, it's good that they're putting in like a big game like that the month that Sea of Thieves goes in, because obviously there's gonna be a surge in Drop Game off. Pass. So it's then, like, I, well, I think it's going to be a surge in Game Pass number one, and I think there's going to be the drop off of people like who get their fill of CFEs within the first two weeks. Hundred percent. And be like, well, what's keeping me in here? Yep. What? And it will be these next games that we're about to list, which is Rise of the Tomb Raider, Super Lucky's Tau, Resident Evil Revelations Two, Oxen Free, Sonic CD, The Final Station, and Euro Fishing. And obviously, in the Mar- uh, in the that's in the beginning of March the first uh, tomorrow, and uh, on the twentieth, which I totally forgot has come around so goddamn quick, is Sea of Thieves comes out and will be in Game Pass uh, March twentieth, twenty eighteen. Um, I'm super happy for it. It's a like, good list, in uh, fairness. It's a good list of games. See, obviously, Rise of the Tomb Raider, I think, is a phenomenal game. The, the rebooted Tomb Raider games are amazing. I've wanted to play Super Lucky Tales for a while. Uh, being the fact that I missed it as an Xbox exclusive. This just gives me a reason to be able to access it so much more easier. Uh, Resident Evil 2 Revelations is, in my opinion, not a bad game, but not a great game. Uh, Do not play it co-op. Definitely not even worth touching co-op, which is a shame because the second player doesn't actually get to do any form of combat. They're sort of there to just spot items for you with a flashlight. Me and Hayley played it for a full co-op, and yeah. Good not lord. fun. Um, Oxen Free, I cannot speak on because I've never game. played really, it. Really, really good game. Give it a try. Uh, Sonic CD, I remember playing back on the Mega Drive. Um, and the final station, I cannot talk about. Euro Fishing, the only man I know out there that cares about this game is uh, Fishy himself. Uh, so Makes shout sense. out to him, who has this game, plays this game, loves this game. I remember the developers actually reached out to me because I did an interview with them like my first year at EGX Reads. And uh, do you want a code? And I was like, no, nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was awkward, isn't it? Um, it's like, oh yeah, no, no, I don't. No, no. And then obviously the big one, Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Uh, which I can't wait for. I I'm cannot, really cannot looking wait. forward to that game, man. Yeah, man. Got my Game too. Pass code awesome. sitting over there, ready to go. <laughs> I tell you what, well, uh, when's the 20th? The 20th is in two weeks? Three, Three weeks. weeks. Four, Three-ish. one, two, three. F- the begin. I'll give away a month of Game Pass on that week, just so someone can experience Sea of Thieves. Only one, though, because I'm starting to run out. Can't lie. I've only got like three years left. Oh, that's okay. too much. Yeah, no. Sorry, sorry. Got to set yourself up all the way at the next yeah. Xbox, right? <laughs> That's my plan. That's my plan. <laughs> or at least next uh, EGX. <laughs> well, no, nah, I reckon they'll probably not be giving away left. any. <laughs> I, I, I'll confirm it here right now. My guy left. Oh Gary. no! My dude on the oh. inside who got me into queues, who got me all the swag, who got me everything, has left Xbox. No, we need a new guy. Oh, I'm so sad. Oh, don't you worry. I'm gonna find me. Got, that's guy. where I got my Sea of Thieves T-shirt from. Man, that shit's I, dope. I know. I know. Trust me. I know. Um, next story. FIFA 18 holds the top spot for the sixth number one. Uh, the charts uh, track official rundown with physical copies only in the UK. The top 10 list looks a little something like this. Number one, FIFA 18. Number two, GTA 5. Number three, Call of Duty World War 2. Number four, Monster Hunter World. Number five, UFC 3. Number six being the big surprise here, which I'm Not sure. really. <laughs> well, I think with the name itself, 
we expected it to do better and it just didn't which is metal gear so uh, metal gear survive lol number seven shadow of colossus number eight mario kart 8 number nine mario odyssey and number 10 assassin's creed origins they really need to find a way to start tracking digital sales I think that this, there is, um, I think the American balls. The MPD like, do it, yeah. MPD, that's it, they do it. We don't, but, um, for some over reason. Over here, we don't. No, I just, I don't know why. Unfortunately, it's just the way things are. Dun, 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 dun. That's just, just the way it is. This is not a singing Damn, problem, sorry. We synced up pretty well there, though. That was, uh, that was, things will never be the same. I didn't see that bit coming out. Though. That's just the way it is. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you don't know two packs, then f you guys. Um, do you want to take the next one about the old man Tony Hawk? Um, yeah, I can do. Gary's like, oh, uh, I've got to do something. Oh, this I've podcast. got to work. Oh man, Tony Hawk is no longer working with Activision. In case it wasn't already clear that the Tony Hawk's Pro Skater series is all but dead. The man on the box has confirmed that he's no longer working with the series publisher, Activision. Speaking on Twitter, Tony Hawk responded to fans asking for remasters or complaining about the current games by explaining that he's no longer part of the series. And this is the actual tweet that he wrote. Yes. At Tony Hawk. To anyone asking me to remaster old games or complaining about THPS servers being down, Activision owns the THPS license, but I'm no longer working with them. If I had the skills slash authority to reboot servers or code games for newer systems on my own, I would be happy to. Dot, dot, dot. Did you hear about this? They turned off the servers for Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 5. And just didn't tell anybody. And didn't tell anybody. I don't even know where I heard I think it was Jim Sterling's latest video, actually, um, where he mentioned it. And, like, it, nobody had noticed. not surprise me? <laughs> they must have saw such a little uh, player base that was like, nobody's going to even care. And then they did it, and people were like, "Hey, I Whoa, was playing on. Yeah. that. <laughs> I was playing that." But they're such a yeah. big company, and they make billions off of like COD and Destiny and Blizzard stuff. You just think they could just leave it turned on, man. Even if there's only like a few hundred people playing the damn thing. Cutting costs, bro. Cutting uh, costs. How do you think you stay at the top? Despite, this is why I prefer single-player games. You can't turn the servers off of a good story. You could just patch it Unless out. it's Metal Gear Survive, because that's always online. <laughs> I lost two hours of progress on Metal Gear Survive because I lost my connection to the server for ten seconds. <laughs> and I got booted out. Why does out. that not surprise me? Why does that not surprise me in the slightest? Um, I feel bad for Tony Hawk. Yeah. I've, I've, heard super story, I've heard a ton of stories about how he's like super into gaming. He loves... Um, Obviously, he loved the t- the Tony Hawk's uh, franchise, and that's why he worked so hard on it. Um, and I feel like Activision really effed him over with this one because people were super excited for Five. Yep. Like, oh, it's going back. It's got this. It's got that. We all know how much we love One and Two, um, and certain people are freaks. They're weirdos. But um, I don't know. I just I do. I feel super bad for him. I do. Like. Do you think he'll lend his name to another Tony, like another skateboarding game? Because it hasn't so. got to be Tony Hawk's Pro Skater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Could, I'm, I'm sure he can do Tony Hawk something else, right? Yeah, I mean, if he can, he, he should. Um, definitely, because work with EA, maybe on that skate four. That's exactly what I was thinking when you were talking there. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> that's Tony. Yeah, I think we all have the same idea. Tony, Tony, Tony Hawk, Hawk skate, skate four, <laughs> skate four, or any. Do you know what I mean anything like? But I don't think Tony Hawk has, has the same name anymore. Mm. Like I remember back in the day when I wanted to be a skateboarder for like ten seconds yeah. because of Tony Hawk. I think there was a certain like, period of time where it was just skateboarding cool. was huge, and now yeah, I just don't think and, it is. And I don't think that's just no. me getting older. I, I don't think it's as big as it used to be. No, it's gone back to being a niche. Thing. hardcore niche but audience you know what i mean i just don't think people care anymore i think it's the same thing with like there's certain like like bmx in like i remember when uh what's the big thing they do with all the tricks uh the x games i remember when that was humongous like you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about the x games at one point does the x games even still happen mm. i assume so but mm-hmm. i don't know next story is all about our favorite Dev, 
slash publisher. CD Projekt Red. Woo. CD Projekt Red says its upcoming Cyberpunk 2077 RPG is to be more ambitious than The Witcher 3. Oh, damn. PC Gamer reports CD Projekt Red briefly described CD Projekt Red's 2077, comparing it to the company's critically acclaimed RPG from 2015, The Witcher 3. Wow, that was in 2015? Yeah. Uh, in a video during... Uh, par- Parallels. Parallels. Securities Gaming Seminar. Just run with it, just run with it. <laughs> Quote, Cyberpunk is our new Witcher 3, but even more ambitious. CD Projekt Red, uh, Adam Kekinski, said... Quote, our goal is to establish a new blockbuster franchise from the beginning. We work in a new universe, uh, futuristic universe. We believe it be, to be very appealing to players, not only RPG players, but it's a true RPG. Like The Witcher, like Witcher 3, for mature audiences. It's handcrafted, detailed, and of course, open world with open-ended gameplay. Next quote we have here is great gameplay, more ambitious than The Witcher 3, and we believe that we can aim at more ambitious business goals as well. Of course, still have that gamer centric focus and quality focus as a main priority. He explained. Yo, I agree with Crash. I want it now. It's in the chat. It says right there. It says Crash Nick. Call him. I want it now. And I want it now too. So we're in agreement. Cool. Um, <laughs> um, I, is it bad that I don't want it to be bigger? I, like The Witcher 3 was already so big. I never finished it. I ne- like I finished the story, but I never... Finished it. Yeah, I get what finished you mean. Finished it. There's still, there's still a thousand question marks all over my map. Like... I just need that game again, but maybe even more condensed. I would probably enjoy it more, and I'm not going to get that. I'm just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I'm like, it scares me a little bit. It's fine. Just roll with it. Hopefully they'll release it in in summer, say next year, when nothing else comes out, and it'll just have this big, nice open space where we can play it for like a month and not have to worry about missing anything. But a month's not long enough. Or they'll... Or they'll release it in like November and it'll be like, ah! <laughs> please, no! <laughs> yeah, trust me. It's a shame. It's a shame. Um, I reckon um, it'd be cool to get that shown at E3. I think at it's time. I think Xbox it's time. stage. Yeah. Some gameplay. Xbox One X enhanced. What it is. In- yeah. Exactly. Um, I feel like this year's the year we're going to get to see some of it, though. Hopefully. Would be awesome. Oh, would so be good. awesome. It's going to be so good. Yeah, talking about so good. Let's talk about some 360 tiles. Okay. Four more Xbox 360 tiles will be enhanced for the Xbox One X starting today, plus a new enhanced 360 graphics setting. The four games that were enhanced were Fable Anniversaries. Oh, crap. The Witcher 2. Crackdown. Mirror's Edge and Crackdown. Nailed it. Um, but they added a couple more games in there. So you now have Assassin's Creed, Crackdown, Fable Anniversaries, Fallout 3, Falls of Horizon, Gears of War 3, Halo 3, Mirror's Edge, Oblivion, and Skate 3. Those are all the, and, uh, the Witcher 2, are all the en- enhanced games. They're all enhanced now for the Xbox One X. That's a fucking nice list of games. That like, Have you... Well, they're not bad games, to be fair. Yeah. Um, have you seen the screenshot comparisons on the crackdown? Haven't, no. So it's a hard one because I remember being like, "This doesn't look that much different." You know, I played and I played Fable in the first season, looked at the screenshots before I started, and I was like, "Oh, it looks it looks fine for a 360 game. There's nothing wrong with it." Um, they look a bit clayish, but no big deal. Um, it makes me think even more what I want from the new Fable, though. Like mm. I'm like. Yeah, this next thing was gonna be yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. what's that? Speaking of things that went out of style, this in the podcast 90s. is all over. <laughs> <laughs> but I looked at the screenshots comparisons for Crackdown and the facial uh, graphic difficulty. It's still bad, don't get me wrong, but they've done a really decent job of actually 
doing some decent updates. Yeah, good. So good I'm actually happy that the the Xbox One enhancement isn't just lip service. They're actually going in and doing something. I don't know what it is they're doing, and I'm sure it isn't taking a ton of resources, but they are doing something, which is nice. Do you want to take the next one? Uh, ooh. <laughs> I, I totally read this before we started. <laughs> Ooh, how exciting. New Battlefield will be playable at EA Player 2018. As you'd expect, there will there are virtually no details on what the game will be. EA simply says that EA Player attendees will, quote, have a chance to play the next Battlefield experience, end quote. The publisher had previously confirmed the next entry in the series would release later this year. Slow news week, guys. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I had to fluff it up a little no, bit. Well, it's not, it's nothing will ever be as slow as last week's news. You say. <laughs> Microsoft be being fair, the most ethical. You pulled it out. You pulled it out. Company. You pulled it out. <laughs> um, um, looking forward to finding out about it. Yeah, New Battlefield. Is that something that interests you? Do you care? Yeah, you I, liked, care? Uh, I like Battlefield. One. I, I generally tend to play COD and Battlefield, and I'm weird, but for the campaigns. Um, yeah, and then like touch touch the multiplayer a little bit, but then get sick of it and bounce. Um, so yeah, I'm really interested. Like Battlefield One was really good, really enjoyed it. So yeah, I never I never actually played Battlefield One. I actually one time installed it to play it with Crash and Ben. Yeah, went to go play it, and for some reason we couldn't get a game. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this, I'm this out. game sucks. Battle Royale six. Um, I yeah. Yeah, probably. I only played it because a friend of mine had it for PS4, and he was, and basically he said, "Oh, do you just want to borrow it?" Yeah, okay. Yeah, <laughs> and sure, yeah. definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't care. I'll be honest with you. Um, everything they're doing. The only Battlefield game I really actually played and enjoyed was Battlefield Four, All right. which was a launch. Not a, was it a launch title for the Xbox One, or close to launch, and. I remember playing that game like this is actually really fun, and then I remember being like, oh, "Actually, this game's a lot of hard work as well because oh, it's got bullet drop yeah. and it's so realistic and this, this, that, and the other." And I'm like, "No, thank you. No. <laughs> Too much hard work for me." I used to Too have a, a squad of people who had played Battlefield Three with um, on PC, and let me tell you something. And you know how bad I am at PUBG. I was True. worse at Battlefield Three than I am at PUBG. I don't know why those guys played with me. <laughs> I can't use a mouse Comedic keyboard. value. Yeah, probably. Comedic yeah. value. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm, this is awesome. A shame they've announced that it's only going to be at Hollywood again, uh, EA Play. They've not brought it back to London yeah. again, which is upsetting because I went to the one in London. I know, and, and it's like... It. it was such a great... It's a, it, the, there's gone. two ways I think of it. There's the two ways I think of it, which is maybe they never do another one in London, and I can always say I was at the only one that was in London. Or they do another one that I can go and get them. Yeah, and then you can be like, I've been to both. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Next couple of stories, end of this show. Uh, hashtag Away Out has officially gone gold. Um, and I, I, look, I, am, I am super in on this game. A story-driven all-co-op. Who are you going to play that with? All right, Gary's knocking out things. Fucking damn um, it. Fucking damn it. Yes, son. <laughs> Um, who are you going to play that with? Because uh, you have to play that co-op. Probably my friend Keith. I would have thought. Your <laughs> brother Keith, you my, my brother Keith. I thought he was your brother, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> sorry. Um, we had a good laugh about that afterwards, because he, like, he was actually what? in chat when uh, <laughs> when he said it, so... Yeah, um, I, yeah, I'm, I can't wait for a way out. I think me and Hayley are going to do a, uh, an away out stream. Yeah. I was hoping you were going to say of, that. Of us, do, I was playing that co-op. Um, I was thinking about doing it with... Like, it's a weird one because I was thinking about doing it with Crash. I was going like, to play it with Crash. And I was like, maybe I can play it with both of them. But then like, I want that full experience with Hayley of us being able to see each other's cameras and screaming at each other at the same time. I feel like it's going to be quite good. I'm going to enjoy watching um, that last play. Yeah, I think it's going to be quite good. So that's what I'm going for still. Gary, I'm going to be honest. I just looked out my window. It's still snowing. I'm not happy. My games are closed. We're all good. I can't see you, it. You can't say. You can't say. Last story this week, which is Marvel versus Capcom Infinite, is now play anywhere. <laughs> really? <laughs> Why? I do not know. Wasn't there that thing that was leaked where they were talking about they might be turning the servers off by the end of the year? Yes. 
Which I'm assuming has got to be fake. I'd hope so, especially if they're making it play anyway. <laughs> You've got. I think that that's got to be fake anyway. Yeah. Like that game's been out for no time. No one's um, playing it. <laughs> well, yeah, I missed it. Um, a lot of others missed. It. I might go and get it. Cause it's cheap on Amazon. And I actually want to play the story mode because yeah, right. it's got Chris Redfield, and you know what I'm yeah, like for Resident, Resident Evil. Evil. That's it. It's done. Yeah, you're in. Uh, Chris says, "I will go to the chat real quick." Chris says it's one of the most watched fighting games in its ranks at number three, I think. So, and Chris is in the fighting game community. Chris Fair plays enough. the Dragon Ball Zs and he, he owns this game. He thought everyone was getting it. He was the one who was super hyped for the tournament we was putting together that nobody decided to do. So, yeah. Shout out to Proper BO who let us all down. Shout out to Proper BO. Uh, games we go this month. You have Shadow Warrior from February 1st to February 28th. Ooh, today will be like your last day to get that. Uh, Assassin's Creed is in the from February 16th to March 15th. Mm. So you've missed that. And you've missed Set Split Second. And today's your last day to get Crazy Taxi. Crazy Taxi. Are you ready? Did you ever, you ever play the, the Xbox version no, of Crazy Taxi? Dreamcast. No, me either. Me either. I played. Me too. Nice. Respect. And this. No, yeah, it was Dreamcast. You're right. You're right. We've got emails, Gary. We've oh, got I love emails. It when we've got emails. We've got emails. Is that like a sequel to that Tom Hanks film from the nineties? This email says, "I sent this in last week, but got the wrong email address. Sorry about that." that. Was How's my it fault. going? <laughs> Gamertag Michael used M I C H A E L U S E D. I think the next Gears of War game should be Gears 5. They tried doing a side story with Gears and War Judgment, and it uh, it isn't it wasn't super... This is what this says. It, it actually is Judgment. A D isn't get super high praise. It didn't get super high praise, I think is what you're trying to say. Also, personally, I bought the first Halo Wars and couldn't get into it, so I know I wouldn't be into a Gears of War version of an RTS. I don't think an Xbox fan base would be much into it either. Seeing the sales of Halo Wars 2, thanks for the great show. Look forward to hearing it every week. Thank you, Michael, so much for the email. When you are definitely a new emailer, Thank so you. please keep on coming. My Xbox and me podcast at gmail.com keep them coming i think i'm with you um i don't want them to do a side story but it's just what the rumors were looking like um i want it to be gears of war 5 next as well but we, we that's one of those ones we will see i'm still want to hear people's gears of war stories and how they how they think it's all going to shape out so please keep them coming next story uh, next email sorry is from our boy Matthew Matt Smith. Fixer and Gary. You practically choked on that then. It's Matt GT Gamertag. Little Smith. L I L space S M I Y. I've decided to give up my part my I've decided to give up my job and play PUBG full time. Do you have any advice for me starting out as a pro PUBG player? joke i'm sending in this mail to just let you know how much fun it was playing pubg with the community as i'm sure everyone is aware i made some mistakes during the stream that would have probably angered some gamers but not fixed you remained professional and a brilliant host even when the whole party was laughing at its greatest team kill in pubg history can we make a community game night a regular fixture, maybe the last Friday of each month? There are some great games we could play. Can I suggest Sea of Thieves game night? It's only £7, 10 US dollars, as it's on Game Pass on launch, or maybe even put up a poll at the start of the month. Can't wait to run you over again, maybe in a pirate ship this time. Still looking for a chicken dinner, and we'll be waiting a long time. Your friend and community gamer, Matt. <clears throat> So for those who do not know what happened during the community game night, it was amazing. It may have been, it was the funniest moment of the of the night. <laughs> so what happened was we're playing PUBG. Me, Matt, Gary, and who else was with us? There was one other. Foxes? No, Foxes wasn't there yet. No, uh, Foxes. was it Tech? Someone, someone. Was it Tech or Haley? Tech or Haley? I think it was Tech. One of the two. And uh, Tech's forgettable, so that makes sense. Um, we were dead at this point. So. <laughs> so Tech and Gary are dead. I'm sprinting to the circle. I've just done three different drives to get everyone in the circle like a good team player. My bike gets shot up. I hide behind a rock. I then go sprinting for the circle. I hear a motorbike go past me. It's Matt. 
You're like, alright, no big deal. I'm like, ma, ma, come back for me. I need you to get me in the circle. He's like, alright, Fix. I'm like, actually, don't worry. I shout, don't worry, don't worry. I've got this. I'm gonna make it. I'm fine. No, 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 I'll come back. He does a 360 circle. He comes back. He slaps the black into me and kills me. Dead. And then just drives up to the circle and dies on his own. And the chat and everyone just erupts. It is just everyone pissing themselves with laughter for about, I've got to say, about 10 minutes. If you haven't seen the clip, Gary has clipped it out. It is in the uh, My Xbox and Me Facebook group. Go watch it. It is well worth it. But most importantly, I'm super happy, Matt, that you were able to come and be part of the community. Um, You've been listening for a long, long time, and I appreciate that. Your support is uh, welcomed, and I love it. Thank you. And it's been just nice to get people talking to each other. That's the whole point of game life. You don't have to be good at games. I do not. I did not take PUBG serious. He didn't. It's uh, true. During Kumi game life. Um that's why we'll never do a siege game life and I'm ranked because your boy gets real serious. Um, yeah, but it was just a great time to get everyone together. Uh, I don't think Sea of Thieves is a bad idea. Um, we do have to again. Everybody needs to get Discord. Because as much as I love that game, like having us all in the party together was a bit hectic at certain points. You could not hear what was going on. If you want to, it's good for fun and mo- funny moments, but it's not good if you actually want to play a competent game. I guess. Yeah. I guess. Like imagine see if he's with eight of us in there, two different pirate ships. Lower the seal, and you're like, and then someone lowers it, like, no, not you, <laughs> I can just imagine it now. So, yeah. um, Sea is a good one. I think it's definitely something we're going to dabble in. I know definitely me and other streamers who I um, collaborate with, such as Kreshnik or Words About Games, I know we're all going to be streaming it anyway on launch day. Um, so, it's definitely something that I think we can definitely sort out. I definitely like the idea of doing them one a month. I know somebody emailed in something about doing community game nights like two um, a month. I feel like that's overburn. I feel like we did that before and people just didn't do them. I feel like one a month, maybe the last Friday of each month is a good idea. Um, and it's definitely something we can start working towards. Remember, Mr. Moody um, still does uh, see Sundays from time to time. So you can jump in with him. I'm always live. If, you, if I am live, this is people always ask me. This. Sorry, guys, go on a little bit. Um, people always ask me, how can I play with you? How can I be more part of the community? How can I, how can I, how can I? Twitch.tv slash mcfixer is sort of the hub for where a lot of people come together and stop looking like a child. I can't do this like this. Um, Come together and talk and then I sort of pull people in, I pull people out. It's sort of really where people meet and become part of the community. So if you're part of Twitch, maybe you don't like Twitch, maybe you do like Twitch. It's definitely something that that's how I communicate with most of my people. I don't look at my Xbox messages that often. I don't look at um, like other things, Facebook messages for gaming. If I'm live and you're in Twitch chat, you are more than likely going to join me then and there. So it's true. And if you and if you keep the stream up, it's even help. It helps even more. <laughs> the so, amount of times I've found yeah. out when we're doing this podcast in his Twitch chat. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, yo, Gary, when we do the podcast. All right, yeah, cool. And then I sort of message you off like, can you do two? Or yeah. Can you do but I'm because I'm all. But, but I think the way it is because I'm always live. Yeah. I'm just always live. Like there's never a time I'm not live. Never. Well, there is obviously no one. There's a little bit of hyperbole there, but you know. Fucking Truman show up in this bitch all of a sudden, like. <laughs> Next email. Hello, Fixer. Hello, Gary. Hello. Hello. Hope you're both well. My question is a small slash, sorry, indie slash small games for 2018. I've noticed a huge increase in these games and the quality of indie games still blows me away. I was watching a playthrough for Forgotten Anne. That, oh, that game, game is so awesome. Yes. Do you remember me showing you yes, that? I yes, I played it a couple of years ago. It's that fucking game is awesome. awesome. Yeah. Which looks great and wonderful. If there's, excuse me, if there's any upcoming ones you're both looking forward to or you previously loved that's not had much recognition, keep up the gold standard. Uh, <laughs> one day you'll be platinum for Steve chat. Yo, you still, you better slow your roll, bruh. I'm trying to get to that platinum, <laughs> all right? Oh. <laughs> um, an indie game that hasn't, got much love that you you're looking forward to because we both done egx this last year we both done no i did egx rigs the year before I that did, yeah i missed that um yeah is there anything that comes to mind like instantaneously uh for games that you want to give a little shout out to a little love uh it's a game i streamed a little while ago uh, the demo of it and it's coming out in march called at sundown 
So it's like a top-down multiplayer shooter. But it's like four players. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Except, and the twist is, um, it's in the dark. There's slightly, and you can't see yourself unless you fire your gun or you run through a source of light. So you, you can't see any of the other players when you're actually playing it. It's really, really cool. I streamed it for like an hour and a half. Um, and I had a lot of fun with it. So that was immediately what okay. came into my head. Fair enough. Uh, the, I'll put a little little bit of a disclaimer here before I talk about the game I want to talk about, which is Rage and Justice. Um, I have... I'm definitely acquaintance with the devs. My name is in the game. I've done so many emails with Nick and his wife over there. They're amazing people. Um, so take what I say with a pinch of salt at this point. Um, but Rage and Justice is a sad scrolling beat 'em up in the same vein of like a game like Streets of Rage or Double Dragon and those type of games. It, and it really does harness back and bring back those elements. I love the game. I think it's fantastic. I cannot wait to stream that game. Um, it has like a police element where you can arrest people in it, and it's just exactly what I want in a a new side scrolling beat 'em up. Beautiful art, beautiful sand. It's just a lot of fun. So, yeah, that's literally where I would go with it. Fair. One more email this week, Woo. and it says, "Hi, hi. First for Gary. Wait, first. Wait, first." Wait, first. Wait, wait first. first. Wait. First for Gary. Fix play Overwatch. Even though I wouldn't bother with that snooze fest. <laughs> I'm still taking his victory, motherfucker. <laughs> Second, Mr. Moody is a no good con... No, I think. No. Um, do we just... Do we... Oh, wait. That's fine. Second, Mr. Moody is a no good cotton, cotton head, whatever, with his games with gold claim. Those are great picks, even if he's over a can, says otherwise. When it comes to games, what is more important, gameplay mechanics or great narrative? From Rocker Dude 5012 I didn't understand the cotton head part, so I actually care. Yeah, no, of course. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I, I'm with you on the Games of Gold. Super hot. Super hot. It's a great pick for this month's Games of Gold, but we've had that argument. What's more important to you, game mechanics or great narrative? Mm, better pick one. Yeah, game mechanics. Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. It doesn't matter how great the story is if uh, the narrative isn't backed up by a great gameplay. Exactly. You're there to play a game. I can play a game um, that has great gameplay and a shit story a lot easier than I can do the reverse exactly exactly yeah gameplay over everything at the end of the day gameplay is king um, when you have a game that comes together like Gears of War or I'll use Last of Us here that tells such an amazing story and has great gameplay that's when you get your 10 out of 10s yep. but that's why so many games do not get 10 out of 10s because it doesn't have both yep. um, even a game like Life is Strange I think the 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 gameplay element of that game is fun enough that it's is the gameplay that's amazing. No, because you're just walking around and clicking things. It's a point and click adventure, yeah. but it's a well done point and click adventure that has a great narrative. Yeah. Hence, why it makes it a great game. Whereas, as I was like, I was talking about in my uh, Monster Hunter review, like I like I found the gameplay loop to be that good that the story was boring and it just didn't impact my enjoyment at all. <laughs> like, yeah, I just skipped cutscenes. Just get back to Monster Hunter. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Gary, that is it for this week's show. Aww. Let's plug, plug, plug and get ourselves out of it. What you got to tell us to plug this week? Oh, uh, YouTube.com slash Words About Games UK. Got loads of stuff coming out. Got reviews of like tons of indie games. Most of them are only coming out on PC, but I assume at some point they'll all be coming on Xbox because that's how it works. Yep. Um, yeah. Do we just republish the same review then? I don't know. I mean, I obviously won't be writing a new one because I won't be playing the game again. So, we'll, hmm. we'll have to figure that one out in the future. Hmm. We'll just add a new bumper at the front. It'd be fine. Yeah, I'll just put the my Xbox and me thing at the front. <laughs> yeah, it would be fine. Yeah. Be fine. Anything else? Uh, Twitch.tv slash words about games. Loads of new games coming out in March. I'm going to try and stream all of them. All of all them? All of them. Did you, yeah, all right. That's a lot. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Um, 
remember if you're watching this on youtube youtube.com slash my xbox and me we are closing in on 200 subscribers um which would be awesome um also if you're not following us you can follow us on soundcloud you can follow us on itunes if you are on itunes be sure to go and subscribe uh, is what helps us chart higher in uh on the itunes chart and stuff like that which would be amazing uh, remember share it with your xbox friends share it with all your friends we're trying to get this show out there to everybody remember to share this show maybe you'll see my post maybe just click the share button and right like xbox click this i don't care what you do i'll be honest with you just share it with people retweet it do all that jazz um you will know somebody who wants to listen to this and if you think you don't trust me i've shared plenty of things to get clicks trust me um other than that uh twitch.tv slash mcfixer is the big one uh, i'm trying to do a big push for subscribers at the moment um people want people i do this thing where i stream with i stream and play with followers obviously twitch subscribers get priority over followers um to play because obviously they're supporting the stream financially and stuff like that you get your emos you get other things and stuff like that um but if you're don't have if you have twitch prime if you have Amazon Prime, you have Twitch Prime. And I would love it if you would subscribe to my channel for 30 days. Um, and then maybe give it to Gary afterwards. But me first. Me first. Or if everybody just fucking gives Fixer all the money, and then he can just hire me and I can just work from full time. That's the job. That's the plan. Once we get... But did you just see? I'll put it out there real quick. Uh, Patreon.com slash MCFixer. We've just hit $300, which is amazing. Which works out about £200. Um, which still isn't a, a full way no. to promise you that. Um, but we are doing our karaoke show. So the date date to be announced soon. That, that was date the celebration. I literally, just, um, just before Christmas, bearing in mind at the time I was obviously putting in for this Xbox yeah, One yeah, X, yeah, I literally yeah. messaged Haley and I was like, because you don't have the thing on, on or you didn't have the thing up on the Patreon. I was like, how far away are we from the karaoke uh, stream? It was, yeah, it was yeah. just a little bit too far for me to just up my pledge. I was like, damn. I really want. I really want this stream Damn to happen. It. But it's happening. It's happening. The next one is four hundred dollars. Is what we're pushing for, um, and we're going to do a makeup stream. So Haley is going to do my makeup, and I'm going to do Haley's makeup. Hold on. How much money do I have? <laughs> <laughs> so that is what we're going for. Uh, apart from that, I just keep being you guys. Keep being amazing. Keep emailing. Until next time, I will love you. Leave you. See you all later. Bye, Gary. Bye. Man.